Welcome to the weird world of oddities. Oh, coffins. That's what I really get excited about. Hey, Dustin, you up there? It basically works by denying you leverage, using your own energy against yourself. Goodies. <laughs> It could be a twin that didn't separate properly. The only thing is, there are a lot of fakes. No, no. kidding. Conditions are right, it actually might decompose. Not good news. Obscura ain't your grandmother's antique shop. Whoa. <laughs> well, unless your grandma's a bit of a kook. Is that a straight jacket? I'm Mike. And I'm Evan. We've, We've spent, spent our, our entire, entire lives, lives collecting and dealing, hunting and picking, to get this business down to a science. This is Oddities. You really have to be ready for almost anything in this business. Some of the craziest stuff you ever could ever think of has walked through this door. Two are always better than one, especially with heads. No. <laughs> I love my cows, but my wife hates them. And if I don't get rid of them, she's probably going to get rid of me. So how common is this kind of thing? So it happens more often than you'd think. Have you seen any other items similar to this? Yeah, we've had other two-headed animals. We had a two-bodied piglet. We had a cycloptic lamb. Whoa. Once I had a pig leg, which had an extra leg growing out of it in a jar with a photo of the actual pig when it was alive on the outside. It was really a beautiful piece. I think farmers are not too happy when this happens on their land. Yeah, so. not so much. Sometimes it's genetic. Something wrong with their genes or the chromosomes will produce abnormalities. It could also be a twin that didn't separate properly. And then you'll have one body, two heads. Right, every variation head, you yeah. think of. The only thing is, there are a lot of fakes. I've had this on my wall for years. I've told everybody this is the real deal. So if this is fake, I'm gonna be real pissed. Notice there's a big seam on the bottom. It's quite large. You know, it has the marble on the eye. There's a few characteristics of this that might be an issue. Taxidermists would do this maybe as a joke or as a little practice kind of piece. The good news, I believe this to be real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you look in here, this is all one continuous piece of freaky two-headed skin. Yeah. You know, there's nothing sewn totally. together here. It's really a great piece. Uh, what are you looking to get for it? I don't know, I'd be happy with uh, walking out of here with 500. Yeah. Um, there are so many collectors of freak taxidermy out there. You'd be surprised at how much someone would pay for this. Even in this poor condition, I could easily get four or 500 bucks. If I get this for the right price, I stand to make quite a bit of money on it. <sighs> Maybe three. That's fair, let's do Deal? it. Deal? Deal. I'll write you up. I took a little less than what I was hoping for, but bringing home the 300 bucks is a lot better than the headache I would have gotten if I didn't sell it. Look at this place. This is looking pretty amazing to me. I'm getting very, very excited here. I've been working for Mike and Evan as a buyer for quite some time now. I met them by coming into the shop frequently. We also have very similar tastes, so it was the logical next step. Hey. Frank. Hi, Evan. Hey, I'm Ryan. Nice to meet you. Well, let's take a look. Sure, yeah, let's check it out. When you walk into a barn like this, you never know what you're going to find, and that's the great thrill of this business. But it's also the biggest risk. These trips cost money, and we can't afford to come back empty-handed. Wow. Oh, wow. Look at this. 30 years of collecting. This is incredible. Oh, a little bit of everything. Wow. My parents were always into art and antiques as a hobby to decorate their house. And I started with antique toys, and before you know it, I have a barn full of stuff. It all went from there. What's this? 
This piece actually came from the estate of a doctor. It's the hand that he used for demonstrations uh, yeah, with sure. his patients on the desk. Yeah, it's beautiful. I have a cabinet of human skulls that I keep, and in between each skull is a skeletal hand. Uh, I'm just partial to those things, I guess. This is one of my favorite pieces in here right now. I bought it because I really like the woodpecker. They okay. skin the birds, and then they're stuffed usually with straw back then. And of course, they cured the skin with arsenic, which is why you really shouldn't handle these bare hands. That's good to know. So what are you asking on this? Well, I was really thinking in the $1,200 range. Uh -huh. It's too much. I would have loved to have bought it, but the price was a little high. I mean, that was basically retail, and there's really no room in it at that price. Let's see what else you got. Yeah, let's keep looking. There's hundreds, if not thousands, of different types of antiques, but they were just a little bit too common. We have to get the rare stuff. That's the stuff that sells. Then I noticed Evan kind of veer the other way. Nice coffin. It's like mid to late 1800s. Mm -hmm, you know, yeah. it's all real wood. Yep. Oh, original lining. That's hard to find. Usually it's rotted away. What do you know about it? Um, all I know is that the house that it came out of, I don't know if he was like owned a funeral parlor or right. why he had it, but he had it and I was interested. I just always loved these things. I mean, when I was yeah. a kid, like growing up in Germany and Italy, and I'd go down in those church crypts and you just couldn't get me out, you know? <laughs> I, I just obsessed over all these sorts of things. What were you looking Whoa. to get for this? At like three, four hundred dollars. That's a fair price. Definitely be interested in that. Let's do it. Okay. Coffins. Oh boy, that's what I really get excited about. Maybe I'll end up in the shop or maybe I'll take it home. Either way, we're not coming back empty handed, so the trip was a total success. Hey guys. Dustin just emailed us about a mummified cat he has for sale. Dustin in Brooklyn? Yeah. He says he's got a mummified cat. Dustin's a local artist and quite a character. He knows I've been searching for a mummy cat for quite a few years now. Hopefully today my quest will come to an end. You can mummify cats? Uh, they've been doing it for thousands of years. The ancient Egyptians mummified cats. They were sacred. They would use them as uh, offerings for the gods. We just hired a new intern here at Obscura. His name's Ersan, but he likes to be called Curd. Everybody calls me the Curd. If you combine the word cool and nerd, you get the Curd. And that's me. What would you do with a mummified cat? What wouldn't you do with a mummified cat? He's got a lot to learn. He's like a pupa. He's still some kind of squishy little thing wiggling around in the nest. Weird. One man's weird is, you know, <laughs> another person's business. Okay, all right, I'm down. Good luck, guys. See you later. I've been hunting for a mummified cat for the store for so long. Good ones are really rare and hard to find. So when you get a call that it's one for sale, better get there quick, because it's going to go fast. The minute I saw this cat, I was in love. Wow. That's something else. Wait, uh, I'm, I'm confused. I'm, when you told me mummy cat, I, I expected it to be wrapped up like an actual like mummified cat with wrappings around it. It is a mummified cat. Yeah, but like, I don't see any wrappings. People always assume the Egyptians invented the mummification process, but Mother Nature's been doing this much, much longer. So what do you know about him? I got it from a friend of mine who had found it, you know, in the, underneath the house. Why is the mouth so, like, wide open like that? I think the kitty was probably just asking for that last drop of milk. And the kitty was like, you know, give me the milk, give me the milk. And it was just screaming for milk, and finally it just went, milk! This is my baby.
May I? Yeah, kitty, kitty, kitty. That is really nice. The condition on it is great. There is some decomposition, but it dried quick enough that it really stopped any major loss of organs or pieces. Wherever this cat had died, the oxygen and humidity level must have been low, the temperature high, and no flies were able to get to it to lay maggots which would have eaten the flesh. Just how does one price a... This is a very good a question. Cat. I really want to get my hands on this cat, because I know what collectors will pay for him. However, it still may be decomposing. So I want to bring someone in to tell me how long this thing is going to last before I drop any money on it. He's really, really nice. I mean, like I said, he's, he's gorgeous. Before I make an offer on this, I want to bring it to an expert first. Deal? Deal. Excellent. Hello, Edgar. Hi, Evan. Our regular customers have a real curiosity for the things we sell. Let me know if you need anything. Okay, thanks, Evan. Edgar might be one of the most curious. I came to Obscura just because I felt like it. I generally go in and see if anything strikes my fancy. Actually, um, is that a straight jacket? It is a straight jacket. Edgar is an old friend of the shop and probably one of the most charmingly eccentric customers, and when he comes in, there's no telling what he's going to be interested in. Can I see it? Sure. I'm beginning to write a new play. I have the feeling that it might have some form of tying a lunatic up. <laughs> this one is 1960s, actually. I believe this was made for the Navy. Wow, for the Navy? An anchor? Yeah, I can show you how it works. Oh, yeah. could you? Yeah. Sure. Ursan, do you have a moment? Sure. Do you care to be a test subject? Okay, I mean, why not? Let's go home. All right, now, there you go. Let's see. Here. Oh, interesting. There you go. Oh. We'll see if you can get out of this. Okay. That's the fun part. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That looks actually, good. I, I actually kind of like this. This one's very unusual in that it buckles in the front. It's kind of odd that they would design it this way. I mean, getting someone into a straitjacket and buckling the front if they're struggling would be... They could... Very difficult, don't you beat think? Beat you with their fists, it, yeah. Exactly. It could get really ugly. I heard that if you dislocate your shoulder, mm -hmm. you can get out of a straitjacket. Like Harry Houdini. Yes. Give it a try. It's such a simple device. I mean, it, it basically works by denying you leverage, using your own energy against yourself. Does it feel like you could escape? No. No matter what I do, I can't get out. How much is it? $350. $350 is actually rather more than I can pay. We do prop rental here. I mean, you could rent this for your play. Really? Yeah. Well, that's an amazing idea. I mean, how long do you think you'll... Six weeks. Six weeks, sure. How about $100 for six weeks? That sounds great to me. That's wonderful. Okay, goody. Uh, <laughs> deal. Yay. Yay, well, thank you. I found a straitjacket. So I'm very happy with how things went today at Obscura. Yesterday, our friend Dustin wanted to sell us his mummified cat. I'm very interested in this thing, but I'm afraid it might still be decaying and rotting. 
So I call my friend Lisa, who's an object conservator at the Brooklyn Museum and knows a lot about mummification. She'll be able to tell me whether this thing will hold up over time. So, uh, what do you want me to look at? No, no. kidding. So what do you think? Uh, it's pretty dry. Mike calls me in for weird things all the time, but this is one of the oddest things I have ever seen. And honestly, I don't even want to touch it. I had a couple of questions that maybe I could uh, run past you on them. Well, first of all, where did you get the kitty? A good friend of ours, he's an artist. He got it from a guy who found it in a building. Probably crawled in some place and never called out. Yeah, he looks pretty desiccated. Essentially what you have is a cat that's rawhide. So kind of like beef jerky? Only without the flavorings. <laughs> um, what it is is essentially dried skin. Mm -hmm. The difference between this and a traditional mummification process... No wrappings. Well, there's no wrappings, <laughs> and also there's no uh, resins. They would add a lot of resins, resins. like What's pine resins, um, plant materials. Oils um, and incense and spices. And right. Um, those were done on purpose. This was clearly accident. Yeah, an accident. accident. This right. guy died just the right way, you know. My biggest question is, how stable is this? Is this going to start going bad on me? Is it going to decompose before I could sell it? If you expose it to water, it's going to start to plump up and putrefy. Putrefication is not anything we want around here. So as long as we keep them uh, dry and safe and in this condition, should be stable? Should be stable for a long time. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming down. And More than welcome. Always appreciate your professional advice on these things. <laughs> All right, bye right. Now. Talk to you later. later. Now that I know this will remain stable if taken care of properly, I'm ready to make Dustin an offer. Hopefully Obscura will add a kitty to its collection. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? You'd be surprised how many people come into the shop and they don't even know what they have with them. My grandpa was in the army, um, and I just recently opened a whole big trunk of stuff that uh, he left behind, and I found something that I think is worth some money. I wasn't sure what it was at first. Take a look. But a buddy of mine told me that it looks like musket balls. So I figured, you know, if they're musket balls, they gotta be at least 100 years old, maybe from like the Civil War or something. They're sort of a stone-like material. Some musket balls were stone, many were lead. They're hard, they're certainly, you know, dense, but they're, they're light. Stone musket balls are about half-inch diameter and weigh about an eighth of an ounce. As soon as I held these, I knew they were something different. Well, we're interested in these. These are quite nice. Uh, however, they are stone, but they're, they're not Civil War or, or, or uh, musket balls. Uh, they're actually from the, the human body. Serious? They're actually gallstones, human gallstones. Like gallbladder stones? Exactly what they are, yeah. The liver produces bile in the body. Bile helps to break up fats and help digest fats in your intestine. Unfortunately, what happens sometimes, especially uh, these dark ones are usually the case, it's too much cholesterol, believe it or not. It gets all stuck in there and for one reason or another, solidifies into these stones. Gallstones can really wreak havoc on your body. Your gallbladder continues to fill the bile eventually beyond capacity and it will burst. Normally they're removed surgically, especially when they're quite large. Why would somebody actually keep it? As a souvenir. Kids used to have their tonsils out, they'd have them in a jar and keep them. Believe it or not, I've seen some made into jewelry or pins or a brooch or something. A bit of a morbid, collectible, I guess, or a keepsake. I hope they didn't come out of my grandpa's body. I mean, that would just be a little too close for comfort. <laughs> So you're still interested in selling them, or? Definitely want to sell them. I mean, those things kind of gross me out. I just love gallstones. Uh, anything that's produced by the human body definitely has a market. And here at Obscura, that's our specialty. 
Well, do you have a price in mind, or? When I thought there were musket balls, uh, uh, I, I figured that maybe like $100 for the both of them, but I would say maybe like $150. Well, they're pretty neat and all, um, certainly give you that. Uh, however, 150 I can't really do. Uh, these actually are nice ones, but they're really quite, um, they're a bit on the small side. Small? Um, we have one in our collection that is massive. Serious? Actually, <laughs> that's a gallstone. Disgusting. Really a world-class gallstone, as far as gallstones go. <laughs> <laughs> This guy thinks he has really good gallstones. Actually, this is a good gallstone. It's 10 times the size. I'd charge probably $300, $400 at least. There's no comparison, really. So I'd say your jar and the other ones, I can maybe do 40. I definitely don't want them in my house. So yeah, yeah, let's do 40. Great, good deal. Thank you very much. Right on. Dustin's here to either pick up the mummy cat or to sell it. I've seen others in collections similar to this, and I know what they pay for them. If I get this one for the right price, I stand to make quite a bit of money on it. So, Mike, what's happening with the kitty? Looking flat over there. I'm ready to talk turkey about my kitty. Doggone it, sweet kitty lips, I am ready. We had an expert examine the cat, looked at it head to toe. Turns out he has a fine bill of health right now. Kept in a nice dry environment, he should be fine and last for quite a bit longer. You know how much I love that kitty, Mike? I do. How much you want for him? I don't know, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, 500 bucks for a kitty. Five, yeah, it's that's probably more than I'd sell it for. I could probably offer somewhere around two-ish. Yeah, that, I think we're too far apart on the kitty. I, I love that kitty so much that uh, I just don't see that. Right. But, I, you know, you do have a lot of things that I like around here. I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in this, this, you know, four-eyed, two-nosed cow. A recent addition to the shop. I, I like that guy. I would do it, you know, kitty for a cow, cow for a kitty, kitty for a cow, cow, kitty, cow. Well, what do you think? Maybe the cat and, say, 200 for the cow. Oh, man, I don't want to go back and forth. I'll give you 100 bucks plus kitty for cow. Make it 150 and got a deal? Kitty for cow, cow for kitty. Let's do this, Mike. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure. Two cows for the price of one kitty. I'm coming home with cow. Look at this guy. So beautiful. How's it going? This week I bought a two-headed cow and turned it into a mummified cat. There really aren't too many shop owners out there that can say that. <laughs>